Hi, Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. For nearly 30 years, I have been focused on helping advisors become the best both personally and professionally. This show is dedicated to sharing with you tools, tips, strategies, distinctions, things that are working now. I'd love for you to take a moment, and if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button and also the subscribe button so you get automatic updates. And if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you leave a positive review for us. Now, with that said, let's get to today's episode. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, in this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about why I, uh, I took really like a 72-hour sabbatical recently, and why I believe every advisor needs to do so. Look, let's let's be realistic here and, and look at the facts. The facts are. Uh, last uh, 14 months or so have been uh, not normal for, for pretty much all of us. And what I have found with myself is um, when you can't kind of do the things uh, that you normally used to do, like for me, if, if you said to me, okay, what is the, the optimal model for myself, business life, personal, professional, right? I would always say it's, you know, a couple of weeks of intense coaching, intense content creation, intense you know, uh, getting out there and doing what I do. And then it's some downtime. So it's almost like, think of it like interval training, right? So you go kind of hit it hard for a couple of weeks, right? Uh, and then you kind of shut it down. And then, and for me, uh, because I've worked out of my house for like literally over 20 years, decades, right? What I found also is that if I try to do downtime here, uh, this room is very accessible to me and it's a beautiful room. It really works for me, but your brain, you know, at least for me, and I've talked about it, I talked to many advisors, many of my clients. And what I've found is that I think there's a lot of people, and I put myself there included, whose kind of working concept has been, well, I really can't go anywhere. I really can't go on vacation. Therefore, I will just fill in the blank. And normally that blank is filled in with W-O-R-K. And look, I have 100% guilty of that. You know, I am a, uh, I'm a worker by nature. I am a grinder by nature. There's always the next project. Uh, there's always the next email to write. Uh, there's always the next video to record. And uh, for me, that's how I feel productive, right? That is my rule around productivity, which is creating things, doing things, responding to things. And what I've recognized, and, I, and I've kind of seen this uh, in myself, I'm, uh, I think about the last time I really had some downtime, uh, was uh, February of uh, 2020. We actually had an event, and I grabbed some time. And then I've been I've been doing some spattering of uh, windows here, like in uh, July. And so, like every couple of weeks, I go I get 48 hour little window stuff like that. But you know what I started to realize was back about a couple of days ago. And I'm recording this on the on the 29th here of April. About a week prior, I started to look at my up, upcoming schedule. And I'm um, kind of excited because uh, we're getting back on the road. Uh, we're going to be in Scottsdale uh, in May for about 12 days. I'm hosting two events. I'm speaking at a third event. Uh, so it's very cool. So after not being on the road for like literally you know a year, year and change, we're going to have this compressed you know window to get a lot done. And what I recognized was uh, you know between doing that and then uh, my personal coaching commitments and then my commitment to Magellan Network and what I got to create content-wise to do some of these things, that I woke up, looked at my calendar, looked at my tasking, and uh, I'm not going to say I had a panic attack. That would not be accurate. But I felt a real sense of overwhelm. 
that, man, how am I going to pull this off? And when I say pull this off, let me be very clear. It wasn't about pulling it off as, man, am I going to have the time to do all this? The answer is yes, I have plenty of time, right? I can do stuff on Saturday, do stuff on Sunday, you know, get up at 4.30, rock stuff up till, you know, I mean, I've got, I've got plenty of T-I-M-E, right? Not the issue. But even advisors, you know, all of you, my audience, right, my tribe, my, my community, a lot of times what we do is not about time. Creating a financial plan has a time component to it. Reviewing somebody's allocation has a time component, right? You know, tax planning has a time component. But the real cost, the real drain is not time, it's a mental and emotional energy. When your financial planning is, is, you know, again, I'm not a CFP, I'm not an advisor, but I breathe and drink the water and the air of them and have so for nearly 30 years. Financial planning is much an art, it is a science. As much of a creative problem solving process as it is an intellectual information one. And if you're gonna solve people's problems and then communicate how you want to solve them, right? Which takes more energy. Um, if you're kind of hitting E on the tank, you will put the time in, you will go through the motions of doing it, but that's all it's gonna be. You're not gonna really be fully engaged. And I found myself last week teetering, teetering on the concept that I might be going through the motions soon, that I may be just kind of hanging in and that is not the way I roll. It's not the standard I have for myself. So I use, and I teach a concept called strategic calendaring. So it's a calendar that's out, you know, many quarters. And what's, and it saved me, really, really saved me because I looked at my strategic, this is where the whole concept of, of looking at May and kind of what June looks like. And I, and I said, man, I'm entering a five week window here where I've got to, I've got to really do two intense personal coaching weeks back to back. Then I've got to jump on the airplane for the first time in literally 16 months. And I used to fly 50, 60,000, 70,000 miles a year. And I haven't been on an airplane in 14, you know, 15, 16 months. October of 19, so whatever that means, right? And, and then I'm going to go to Arizona, right? I'm going to go to Scottsdale. And it's like I'm going there on vacation. I go in there, I got to go do live events, but we haven't done those in over a year, right? So, man, how's that going to fly, right? In the, hopefully the tail end of, uh, of you know our pandemic here and then i'm going to speak at a conference which i don't do a lot of speaking these days i just not my thing anymore right so i gotta do that and i realized that if i went into this window if i went into this window where i am today i will get through the window but that's about that's about all i can guarantee look i will get through this and that is not the goal so I looked and I realized I had this window of time and I, I, my, my office is on the second floor of our home here in Florida. I go downstairs, I talk to my wife, my business partner, my wife, my, every, my, my all partner. And I said, uh, I'm getting out of here. Like I just made a declaration. Like I, I don't know where I'm going yet. I don't know what the drill's gonna be. I don't know for how many days it's gonna be, but I, I've got, I'm gonna shut it down. Like I, and I said shut it down, I mean like literally basically almost go dark. Like I'll deal with 911s, but I'm not going to go bring projects with. Normally, when I go away, I say, "Okay, I get a, I get some creative time. I can write some, you know, I think about what else I can teach and what else I can, I can coach and train on." And and this time, I was very intentional not to do that. 
Like I did not bring my business computer. I left my notebook home. And I did my morning ritual. I did everything. I, and I do everything that I need to do, right, to keep me, you know, walked every day, you know, did all those things. But I'll tell you what. I live here in Melbourne, Florida. We uh, drove down to Fort Lauderdale. I like the vibe there. I like the scenery there. And I didn't even know how that was going to turn out, quite frankly, because we haven't been there uh, since the pandemic, right? And, and so what I realized was, you know, getting there, you know, things were, I will say, relatively normal, rel- you know, considering... And uh, I felt really good on Sunday afternoon. Uh, we go to our favorite little place it's on the intercoastal, you know, boats slash yachts, right? There's people, it's a good vibe, weather's perfect the whole time. And I start, I, I can start feeling myself like decompress, right? Then I get up on Monday morning, watch the sunrise over the ocean, which is my jam. And man, I start to feel really, really good. Like, oh, like, it's almost like the sun, the rise of the sun over the ocean was like, like it was like solar energy. I just felt myself getting getting more and more energized, right? And I did that uh, for three days. And in that three days, I realized, you know, because here's the thing, and, I, and, and this is kind of the message. It's really easy to burn out. It's like the frog in the pot. You put a frog in cold water, turn it on, slowly it'll, it'll simmer and burn and, you know, boil out. If you put the frog in the boiling water, it'll jump out, right? We all know that old story. And that's kind of what happens here. Is it, it happens so slowly. It happens so slowly that you just don't realize it's happening. Look, I, I had a client recently uh, go to Hawaii, which, you know, for many of you know, it's that's in normal times, that's not an easy trip, right? Even from the West Coast. Uh, but pandemic-wise, with you know, with quarantining and stuff like that, and I remember I got, I got a, an actual text from this person. They were going to be there for two weeks, and about four or five days into, I got a text saying I didn't realize. You know, this is the first time I woke up this morning. I felt very different. I didn't realize how burnt out I was until you're not. And so this brings me full circle to the conversation about strategic calendars. If you're a financial advisor and you don't operate with a strategic calendar. If you don't have your, your days and weeks declared quarters out, now my minimum standard is four quarters. I like to see six to eight quarters. Some of my clients are throughout three to four years on their calendars, right? And, and look, when I say three to four years, people will magically, oh my God, that's really rigid and how can you like do that? And it's a working concept, right? You can change anytime you want, right? But it gives you clarity and, and it really saved me because I thought about you know, the other morning when I was down in Fort Lauderdale, I thought about if I didn't look at my strategic calendar and have this aha moment, what would I have done? And my the only answer I ever came up with was I just keep doing what I'm doing because you know we're all creatures of habit. You know, we're all kind of doing what we do, and that's why it's so critical. And, and look, you know, we let's let's facts are facts, right? So here's a fact. Um, we're not digging ditches for a living. We're not installing roofs in uh, Texas or Florida in the, in, in the summer. Uh, we're not, you know, paving roads in 100 degree weather or zero degree weather. You know, most of us sit in our, our stand uh, in our air conditioned office. We've learned how to talk to cameras in the last year, right? Zoom, GoToMeeting, WebEx, whatever. And, you know, there, it's not physical. It's not. 
But don't confuse that with not being mentally draining. Right? Don't. I believe as a species, human beings, we're meant to be outside. You know, we're meant to be in nature. We're meant to be walking and having the breeze and the sun and the wind hitting us. Right? In my mind, it's therapeutic. And there are people, and I've got some clients, quite frankly, and and I'm very concerned about them, that they've literally been locked in their basement for over a year, existing on Uber Eats, Amazon, and wherever else they can get delivered, like rarely venturing outside the house. Forget traveling somewhere, like we're talking about just getting out of the house. And, you know, I've read an article, I forget, well, it may have been in, in the Atlantic or, or Vanity Fair, I forget where it was, that, you know, psychologists, now their big fear is people have, have almost got this bunker mentality, right? And it's a real thing where you're not, you're not willing to venture out. Like you've gotten so conditioned that you've shrunk your world or the world has shrunk for us, right? And remember, you know, there's expansion and contraction. And a lot of times what happens is if you're not always expanding, there's a force of nature that wants to contract you, right? And uh, typically, uh, we see it in our seniors, right? So, you know, quick story, right? So somebody's a certain age, you know, they say, well, I can't, I can't exercise the way I used to exercise. So they, they stop going to the gym, they start walking, right? So they lose that social interaction, right? So the world shrinks a little bit, right? Then they get to an age where, you know, driving is not a good idea. So they, they give up their car, right? Now the world shrinks a little bit more, right? They get a little, they're older, their health is not great. Travel's a problem now, it's problematic, so they travel a lot less. world shrinks some more for them, right? Then till they get to a place where their world exists of a room and an existing living facility, maybe a bus trip to the mall once in a while, and maybe getting walk, maybe walking around the grounds. So their, their universe has gone from the world to... I don't know, couple couple thousand square yards, right? Something like that. I mean, it happens. And, and I think it's happened for people in their 40s, in their 30s, in their 50s, who have been, you know, kind of trapped. And it creates a psychology. It really, really does. And, I, and, and I've been out and about. So look, I live in Florida. You know, I've been out and about. You know, you know again, here our state operates a little bit, you know, different than some others. But now I got to get on an airplane. And I've been, like I said, and I was thinking about that while I was away. I go, man, like that's going to be interesting. I haven't done that in a while, right? And I used to, like I said, I used to fly all the time. And I caught my, got myself kind of caught up in that. Well, okay, you know, I, my my world has collapsed a little bit. I mean, realistically, now I was telling my wife the other day we were driving to Fort Lauderdale, and I go, this is the furthest I've been away from home in sixteen weeks, sixteen, excuse me, sixteen months, like. I'm 150 miles away from home. Like normally, I think the furthest we ventured was like 75, 80, right? Vero Beach, Justin Island. And, uh, you know, just getting that downtime is so important. So what I, what I want to, what I want to really message here is you got to get some downtime. And I'm going to let you all decide what that means to you personally, family wise. But do not think, well, I'm just going to work around the house or I'm going to work in the garden or I'm going to work. Like I did that. I've been there, done that for the last, you know, 14, 15 months. It doesn't change the scenery. It may improve it depending on what you're doing, but it doesn't change it. And we all need to change the scenery. I realized 
that if I didn't take, if I didn't give my permission, myself permission, to get some downtime, like I said, a little seventy-two hour mini sabbatical, nothing earth-shattering here, right? But if I didn't do that, I would not be serving my clients well. I would not be up to standard. And I guess the question is, if you don't do that, can you really say to yourself, look yourself in the mirror and say, I am doing the best I can for my clients because I know that I'm at my best? How would you answer that question? So go ahead now and answer it. And then I challenge you, I implore you to take the appropriate action. Hey, thank you for listening and thank you for watching uh, this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.